Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. We got a great lineup for everybody today. Benny, Jacob, is it Jacob or William? Who, who's at the helm over here? Got Olivia today. <laughs> Olivia, your voice is really deep today. You got a cold? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Just kidding. Olivia, Just is that you? <laughs> See, poor Olivia. And who didn't tell me like my camera was kind of like crazy? Poor Jacob, but or poor Olivia is probably trying to frame me. It's like, what's wrong with her? She's like all like that. Um, Olivia, hi, Olivia. I know you can chat back at us. Thank you, Jacob, Benny. It takes a village. And it takes a village of highly imaginative, highly talented, and highly intuitive people to launch a network called the Transformation Network, Transformation Talk Radio, and any anything else associated with this. As a matter of fact, I just want to give a shout out before I introduce you to my very special guest today, because I got to tell you, she's got it going on. And I wish I knew her to explain my life to me when I was younger, but, you know, she explains life to other people now. Psychic medium, intuitive counselor, life coach, hip, hip, you know, and hypnotist. Is that what we're calling you? That's that so is. cool. I love that you're claiming that. I, you don't know how many people that we work with that don't want to claim that title. Thank you. And practicing professional. And she has been doing it for two decades. But what we're talking about today is her book, and it's called Intuition at Work. Trust your, look, at, I'm going to hold it up, Olivia, or anybody, right? You see it right there? Okay. And it is Intuition at Work. Trust your gut and get ahead in business and in life. Okay, here's what I want to say about this. We're going to talk about this today. It's not about just trusting your gut, getting ahead in business and in life. Because what getting ahead in business in life really does mean when you read her book, or when you understand about Melanie Varnum, when you actually take a deeper dive into this, and you look at the work she's done, the people she's interviewed, all of the things she has helped people solve, find, or reconcile, when you look at all of that, what you find is that this idea of getting ahead is really about being uberly successful and that includes like money <laughs> see I, I i am not even gonna beat around the bush right now i i, I i'm not even gonna be like prosperity or abundance no money money because we live in a form of exchange some of you got the whole crypto thing going on, and then there's this other thing going. It doesn't matter. It's a form of exchange which allows you to lend and not borrow. It is that thing that allows you to live the life you want and do what you want to do. But it's not the essence of a fulfilling life. It is a thing. 
But so often we leave that aspect of learning how to navigate or use intuition to navigate in our work environment. And our work environments, in case you haven't read the latest report, are most of the time. Uh, Melanie, it's great to have you. Good to have you here on the show. And work environment, let's just be clear. I just want to ask you this for a minute. When I say work environment, I'm also including self-employed people. Of course. Yeah. They don't include themselves sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Every, every job, everything that we do to make that money that you were talking about, that's work. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, I got to ask you my burning question. I've been asking this for 20 years, right? Started with my little crest busting show. I have read so much about you and, and there's so much in your book. And I was just chatting with you before the break about it. Um, before we came on about it. And I was, I was so struck by so many things that I got to. And I said, Oh, yes, right. That was me. Oh, I asked that question. Oh, I didn't understand this. What do you mean processing life? I mean, there was so much in here, something had to be going on for you. So I, I need to really know what, what did you what were some of the challenges? What were some of the obstacles that you Melanie Warner had to overcome? To bring you right here to this moment what did you have to like kick to the curb so to speak well you know it's really interesting that you say that because i had to kick to the curb number one my doubts the the feeling that i was a little crazy <laughs> to want to do any of this work you know i was not the person that was uh brought up or felt their, you know, deceased grandmother with me every day. That wasn't me. I was actually the controller of a company. So I worked in corporate world, you know, the corporate world. And the whole time I realized, and I'm getting goosebumps already, goosebumps are validation for me. So the whole time Mm -hmm. I realized that, you know, this was not for me. Um, I'm very right and left brained, meaning I need both sides to fulfill me. But I knew that I needed to do something different. And I finally, one day felt like I was hit over the head and I heard the words, you need to do this work now. And immediately I said, oh, I I can't do this. But I knew what they were talking about, my guides, my loved ones on the other side. I knew that it was about doing psychic work Mm -hmm. and helping others. And so what I had to dismiss, honestly, was my own doubt, my own fear of putting myself out there. And you know, that was the biggest obstacle to overcome the, the naysayers or the people that don't believe in it. That doesn't really bother me because, you know, once they experience it for themselves, they know that this is real, you know, and once people start to understand that we all are intuitive, it's part of our birthright, then it kind of opens them up to the idea that there's more out there for them. Yeah. I am so glad you talked about that because, you know, I was recently reflecting on a few things you know, as I start to put together some information about myself. And I went back to in a lifetime of experience. And the one thing I found that really brought me to my knees was in 2004, literally six months after I said yes to doing this on the internet first, like nobody in 2003 was doing that, but that was intuition. And there's so many stories like that. But here's what happened to me. April 1st of 2004, I came down with the mystery disease and it stayed with me for 10 years. And in that journey, I discovered natural medicine. But what I really discovered was doubt Mm. at the core of what people call emotional intelligence, the insidious nature of doubt. 
I wish it were more like fear, right? Because fear will get and slap you right in the head. Fear will just show up and you'll be like, oh, I'm afraid. But doubt, don't you find doubt really a little bit more subtle, yet toxic? (laughs) Yeah, well, doubt is more than just fear. Like you said, it it kind of encompasses a little bit of everything and it tends to wear you down um, physically, emotionally, um, spiritually. It, It kind of puts you in that state that nothing you can do can get rid of it. Whereas fear, you have an opportunity to escape whatever it is that's, you know, that's causing that fear. Exactly. You know, with doubt, it's different. It has that kind of deep down darkness that that makes it really, really difficult to overcome. Yeah. Uh, My, my uh, uncle used to say something like this. I'm going to get this wrong, but you know, this taps exactly into what we're talking about. Because the only real relief that I ever got was when I followed my intuition. It was the only real sense of freedom. Um, But my uncle used to say, my uncle's full of these. He used to say something like, fear will make you disappear, but doubt, doubt will knock you out. And then never appreciated that. But here we are today, and we're looking at a very important part, because you and I both had corporate careers. Right. Right. But that doesn't mean because we have a corporate pathway that using our intuition at work is not equally, if not more important. I want to ask you to talk a bit about your book title, Intuition at Work, because a lot of people are like, no, I don't have the freedom. I can't make the choices. I got the mean boss. But you would like transcending all of that with this book. I'm just saying, right? Tell us about that. Um, Well, you know, I wrote this book because I was with a group of like-minded women. And when I say like-minded, I say that in the loosest sense possible, because these women were all either, you know, uh, corporate or they were, um, you know, exploring their own kind of sense of who they were, um, or they were holistic or they were doctors or attorneys. I mean, there were so many different people there and they were all talking about how to use their intuition and whether or not they were able to use their intuition at work. And we finally got down to it. And I said, look, you know, everybody is intuitive. And most people that are not kind of part of this realm or are not open to this idea, don't realize that they're already using their intuition, right? You you talk about a mother's intuition, you talk about a cop's hunch all the time. And those are things that are so basic but they're so important because once you realize that you're already using your intuition, then you can put it to work for you. And when we started talking about intuition at work, I knew that I had to write this because so many people are out there every day, just, you know, working for a paycheck, miserable beyond belief, but they know they have to put food on the table. They know that they have to, you know, bring that money home that we were talking about earlier. They have to be able to support themselves and their families and it, it is important, you know, we're not, we're not downplaying that at all. That's huge. We have to survive some way, but yeah. let's do more than just survive. Let's start to use our intuition to help guide us in our careers, whether it's corporate or whether it's something else, you know, let's use that intuition to tell us, you know, Hey, if we're in marketing, let's use our intuition to, to help us imagine and help us create the best marketing idea for our boss. Or let's use our intuition to, to kind of determine what is going to be the best way to win my court case. What are, what is my jury going to look like? You know, what are they, what are they going to respond to? 
Um, and let's use our intuition to see what's wrong with our patient that's coming in, whether you're a, you know, an MD or a holistic doctor of some sort, it doesn't matter if you're a therapist, use your intuition to figure out what really drives them. You know, what, what's really driving your patient or your client or the person that you're working for, or let's use our intuition to actually discover what it is we want to do with our lives. Yeah. You know, what is going to make us feel good? What's going to make us get ahead in life and feel like, you know, we're tapping into our own personal greatness to do it. Yeah. I want to take a short break. When we come back, I want to hit up, I want to hit you up for some of these. <laughs> I got to tell you, I loved what you started the book with. I love that you started here. I love that you started here. And it, and I thought, okay, where in the book is she going to talk about this? Like, is it going to be in the back like a lot of people do? Or is it going to come out in front? One of the most important aspects, if you're in business for yourself or in business for uh, a company, there's something you're always doing, whether you do it or not. When we come back, I'm going to talk to Melanie about what that is. It's right out of the gate in her book in chapter one. And then she takes us on this journey of not only about intuition, but how do we weave this in to understanding and gain more insight and transmuting into passion, right? Mm -hmm. Some of you may be thinking, I'm like David Bowie, I just want fame. It's okay. It doesn't matter. There's no judgment here to passion. None at all. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what she starts this book out with. And then everybody get ready. Get your favorite blankie. Hold on to it. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters. Our spirits sag. Our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. 
Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Do you question what an authentic life really looks like? Tune in to The Alley Effect with Allison Blythe, authentically living life your way. Every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Allison Blythe brings you tools, resources, and actionable steps toward your very best life. Take responsibility for your own happiness. For more about Allison, visit Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E dot com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. So great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I'm so thrilled right here. I am so thrilled to be talking to Melanie Barnum. For those of you out there, we're talking about intuition at work. Trust your gut and get ahead in business and life. And one of the things I love about this is coming out of the gate, we're not just talking about visualizing, but when you take a look and you start to open the book and you start to read about what does it mean to tap into your intuition, you'll start to recognize that you're already doing it, but you may not be doing it on purpose. You may not be doing it with focus and you may not be doing that because you don't think you have the superpower to do it. And, you know, Melanie, for a minute, how do people find out more about you? And let's make sure they know how to get the book and let's make sure they know how to work with you. So can we give some folks some information here on that? Sure. So the easiest way to find me is just look up my name, MelanieBarnum.com. So my website is simply MelanieBarnum.com. And I am also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, and you can just look up Melanie Barnum Psychic and you'll find me there. So you can reach out to me uh, through my website or through my social media. And I am available to do uh, readings online or like video or phone sessions. Um, I also do a lot of workshops and classes that I teach and I do most of them online now. So they're accessible to anybody. You can get my books. Um, I have eight books, so you can get them directly from me and get an autograph, or you can get them on Amazon or through any of your bookstores. They're available anywhere. Um, you could also get them through my publisher, Llewellyn, yeah. directly to their site. Yeah. I also have something called Psychic Symbols Oracle Cards, which is an oracle card deck that I created and um, I sell that directly and it's kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand with my first book, which is the book of psychic symbols. So it kind of helps you to do easy, um, easy readings for yourself and for other people. Yeah, I, I have, I think I have all of your stuff, by the way. And uh-huh. yeah, and I think the thing, um, one of the decks, if, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get off topic for a second. Okay. Um, only because whatever you put out is about what you've got in this book. It's encouraging right. people to go beyond unleash the intuitive power, right? Whether it's, you know, what you put out, the, um, I think the cards were psychic development, but then there was another deck on um, uh, manifest your year or something, right? Another book, yeah. Another yeah. book, okay. Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to say is I love psychic symbols. As a matter of fact, I'm in the process of doing a book on magic symbols, but wow. I love symbols. And I want to, believe it or not, I knew about you and I've got these, I've got these books. And as I'm reading your latest book, 
<laughs> I tapped into some symbolism, but I want to hold off on that. Okay. Because one of the things that I was struck by is out of the gate, you do not shy away. When you, when you start to tell us when to use intuition, right? And, mm -hmm. and we start to really dig in and then we demystify it in business and in life, right? Yeah. And you take us on this journey. I'm turning the pages and I'm like, oh yeah, superpower. Yep, the Claire's, I get that. Not sure which one I am. I think I'm a little bit of each. Um, the stories that you tell and show us. But then I'm reading this and it's like, what? Try this, visualize to sell. And I'm saying, oh, <laughs> she's like my sister. She's gotta be my sister. I almost got fired <laughs> in my corporate sales job from having them visualize. Why don't we do this? Whether you're in business or an entrepreneur, do you know I am hired now as a consultant to do visioning? And when I do visioning the way you talk about it, they're like, arrest her and send her out. Don't send, don't pay her. <laughs> but why do we so against we vision for the car or definitely vision for the partner? Everybody's like, I got a vision for my partner. Mm -hmm. But visioning to sell is so important. Tell us why you put this like right out of the gate in front. What is your experience and what have you seen? So, I mean, the specific story that you're talking about is when I yeah. had quit my job as the controller of a company and I had opened a children's consignment store. And I was just, I literally was following my intuition the whole time. But then I decided, okay, it's time for me to do this professionally, this work. And I needed to sell my store. And Everybody kept saying, how are you possibly going to sell it if you don't advertise that you're selling it? And I said, because I'm visualizing that somebody's going to come along at the right time with the right you know, dollar amounts, so we could sell it for a fair price. And they're going to have the same vision and put the same energy into the store as I did. And that's going to happen. And I just visualized it and I knew it. And everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> but I said, you know, this is what we all need to do. We all need to start imagining that this is possible because it is possible. And sure enough, you know, at the right time, um, pretty soon actually at the right time and for the right dollar amount, somebody came along out of seemingly out of the blue and said, I want to buy your store. Let's do this. And it was perfect. Everything about it was perfect. It was easy. It was the right dollar amount. It was the right timing. And it was the right person that would nurture and love the business like I did. Mm -hmm. And that was important to me. And the yeah. reason that I put that in there is because, you know, obviously I want people to understand where I'm coming from right away um, and why I'm writing this book. And it's because, as you said, so many people kind of have that, you know, that block up that we can't use our intuition at work. We can't use our intuition to help us in our jobs because it's taboo. Well, the, yeah. good thing, the good thing about this is that now it's starting to open up and more and more people are realizing that they are intuitive and it's okay to start using your intuition. Um, and the bad thing is that, you know, there's still that taboo about using your, your intuition or your gifts, your natural gifts. Exactly. And, yeah. and people need to know that whether you call it intuition or whether you just call it a creative way of doing something different, creative way to visualize the sale, doesn't matter. <laughs> it all boils down to the same thing. We are using our intuitive gifts, our intuitive abilities 
to put that information out there into the universe and to see that information actually happening, to see those things that we're putting out there actually happening. And we're creating this, this space and we're holding this space intuitively for everybody else that we're working with to be able to kind of manifest it for us and for them and create this new way of working. Yeah. And, and I have to say, it's not new. It's been around for a long, long time. We just it's, didn't call it that. Well, look at, don't you think it's been around so bleeping long? I didn't cuss Benny, <laughs> Olivia, Jacob. It's been around so long. It, may I say this? I'm going to go out on a limb. Mm -hmm. Before we had what we call Einstein's version of knowledge, mm -hmm. there were people, they learned how to walk upright. They didn't have the internet. And, you know, when I look at some of the symbols and the glyphs, and I look at, you know, whatever you can make of, of these civilizations, it becomes really clear to me that the fact that we are even here is for a number of reasons. One, intuition. Absolutely. Two, natural medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, that's my two cents. Like, without those two things, I don't think we're human beings very long, right? Right. And look, I talk about that, actually, what you just said makes perfect sense. I talk about that all the time that, you know, cavemen, women back in the day, Neanderthals had to rely on their intuition to survive. Mm -hmm. We're talking basic survival, intuitive awareness, because mm -hmm. if they didn't listen to their intuition, they were going to get eaten by a huge saber toothed tiger, <laughs> or they were going to starve to death because they wouldn't be able to find food. They have to listen to their intuition. And if they blocked that intuitive awareness out, they and their whole tribe would die. So, you know, back then it was mm -hmm. even more important and more relevant to use your intuition to survive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got to say something, Melanie, and I'm just going to go like off, uh, off, off topic for a minute, but not really. Mm -hmm. Not only do you write books, but you have a practice mm -hmm. and, uh, and I, I'm getting ready to, to book a session with you. But you have, because I have five coaches. I love them. Mm -hmm. I have my fitness coach, right? Because I, I need to be motivated, right? I could spend all day long working and building this and great. And then that's not good. But I have a nutrition. I got Mary Jane Mack, right? I got a spiritual mentor, blah, blah, blah. But I don't have an intuitive coach. Mm. And I live in that world so much that... I had my bank ask me a question because where do we're going to do crowdfunding? We're going from one channel to 10 in a couple awesome. of months. Awesome. And the bank says to me, and there's the good and bad of this. And when we come back from break, I want you to, I want you to comment on it because it's in your book. And the bank says, how do you know this will be successful? Now, this was a number of years ago. We are considered pioneers in podcasting, by the way. And my bank says, this, this thing, this, these, this radio thing on the internet, this, how do you know that's going to be successful? Now, look at where we are. Hello, hello, right? Podcast companies being sold for multi-million dollars, like tens right. of millions. And I said, I just know. He said, we can't lend you money because you just know. <laughs> and I said, but I just, I know, 
I mean, I know I can lay it out. I could show you the vision. I could tell, show you what we're building. I could show you the technology that is now caught up with us. Now we can build it. He said, that's not the way we work. But if you can give me some resemblance of a business plan, you're so knowingly convincing. If you can give me anything that shows that how you're going to make a prop profit, I will do it. When we come back, we're going to jump right on what Melanie said, left brain, right brain. Because if you're just all intuition, then you're not doing a show like this. You're like at the racetrack now. Mm -hmm. And I spent a lot of nights at Yonkers Racetrack. When we come back, we're going to put it all together. We're going to talk with Melanie, not only about this, but how do we get help? How do we know it's our tuition or our ego? Ego. Ego. I had an acronym when I went to school in psychology for ego. It almost cost me because I was so not wanting to talk about it. And, and the professor says to me, you're laughing when I'm talking about ego. I said, yeah, I am. He said, why are you laughing? I said, you know what ego stands for, right? Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll tell everybody what that is. We'll be right back. <laughs> My very special guest, Melanie Barnum. The book is fantastic. I'm going to give a copy of the book away, Benny, when we come back as well. And by the way, it says work. Like if you're working, that's you. If you're self-employed, this is you. If you're a practitioner, this is you. Short break, Benny. Olivia, we'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. Are you having difficulty feeling at home in your own home? Join Annette Rigolo and Dr. Pat in Enlightened Environments, Optimizing from the Outside In, as they present a deep dive into the various vibrations of the earth, along with man-made energies that impact our lives. Using the diamond dousing method, we will utilize specific vibrations to elevate our own homes to support us and expand us with their energy. Join us every third Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time to make your home home. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude? Living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. What could you achieve if you knew someone was going to ask about your progress every week? Accountability matters. Small corrections and check-ins with your goals can lead to big results in your business without you feeling overwhelmed. Success Magnified owner Mary Gall provides entrepreneurs a system of goal setting and accountability to create clarity about where you are now, your future direction, and the most effective way to get there. Book your free call at successmagnified.com today. Take control over your future. 
I'm Lisa Belts, and I'm here to help you realize your true potential and become unshakable. Schedule a completely free introductory coaching session with me now to see for yourself how I work. Get the divine guidance that you need to transform your life for the better. Go to lisabelts.com and take that step towards transformation. That's L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z.com. Day-to-day living can be difficult in our world today. Most of us don't know how to live a peaceful, joy-filled existence. Learn how to break through these barriers and live a transformative life on Love and Light with me, Dr. Lisa, every day living in peace, every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To work with Dr. Lisa, visit EducationThroughEngagement.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Benny's like smooth jazzing it with me right there today. Thank you, Benny. You're welcome. Sometimes you just got to. Sometimes you just got to. I mean, sometimes you just got to. When you just got to, you just got to. I love it. It's not what I played this morning from my little iTunes when I walked into the office. I get in early. I'm in like six o'clock, right? And I just pull that thing in and my soundboard is blasting. You could hear it through the entire building until people come in. Um, I was playing David Bowie's fame. (laughs) You must have got in my head, Melanie. I think you got in my head. All right. Before we keep rolling, and we're probably not going to take another break, everybody. um, How do we find out about you? Because other than books, you also work with people. Make sure you mention a little bit about what that looks like, if you don't mind. Sure. So I do readings for people, which means that I either talk to you on the phone or I talk to you on a video session. Um, And what does that entail? Well, that entails everything that you could possibly imagine for you, because all the information I tune into your energy before I call you, before I video message you, and I write everything down. The stuff that I write down usually opens us up to things that you may want to know about or things that you may want to hear about or things that you have questions about. But more importantly, all the stuff that I write down comes from your guides and your loved ones on the other side. So it kind of goes right through me and down to my paper and then out to you as we start talking about it at all. And everything that I write down, because it's coming through me from your guides and your you know deceased loved ones, it's all for you. And I forget. So if you email me about it the next day and say, oh, this is what you were talking about. I just remembered, you know, this happened or this is what, you know, I'm I'm scheduled to do. I'll say, that's wonderful. Remind me of it. And the reason is, like I said, because it's not my information to hold on to. It's yours. It's it's all about you. And that's why people come to me for readings. I love it because I get asked after a show, you know, can you tell us what you meant by that? And I'm like, okay, what exactly did I say? And then I'll have to listen to it. And then I have to figure out if I even know what we meant. But I want to talk to you about a couple things now. I want you to take the reins on this because I was really struck by something that myself, Jessica, Linda, and the team here are experiencing. And it's expand your energy to increase your overall influence. And you could have named this chapter anything, right? Mm-hmm. But what I loved about this was the first and uh, Deepak. The first thing to real, the first thing 
to realize is that you're in control of your own energy, sources of energy, connect you to the flow of life, which is constantly renewing itself. And I love this because the energy of things, and please comment on this, the energy we carry will either support our superpower intuition or it will not. Is that a true statement? That is 100%. Okay, great. Let's talk about that because I want to leave our listeners with something today that they can do and we can control our energy, right? Absolutely. You know, I work with women in recovery and the first month I work with them, of course, I follow all the protocols and the 12 steps, but I teach them how to smile and they can, they cry because it's hard. Yeah. Now, tell us about this energy and how this energy is going to help us tap into our intuition so that we can close that sale, so that we can get that job, so that we can be so great that even when I spill mustard on Luigi's $2,000 Italian shoes, he comes back the next day and gives them to me. Tell us about this. So Mustard stain. (laughs) Well, I don't know so much about the mustard, but I know (laughs) that you can get that, that you know, that sale or that, that deal going with Luigi, because you can react in one of two ways when you do that. You know, if you drop that mustard on his shoes, you can say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I am never, ever going to get this deal closed. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I just did that. This is never going to happen now. My life is over as I know it. I'm going back to the mail room or, you know, whatever. Oh my God. I started in a mail room. (laughs) There you go. And I just got goosebumps. So that's validation. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, so, or you can say, wow, I am so sorry. I just did that. And now that we got that out of the way and you move forward, knowing that intuitively, this is the right match for you. Like this is the right thing to do. And so what I just did there was I showed you two ways to control your energy. Mm. When you retract your energy, when you pull back like that in a negative way, when you pull back into that negative space and that it's never going to work, it's never going to happen, then you create that around you, you create that negativity around you. And, you know, we could talk about the metaphysical part of it, the metaphysical aspect, or we can talk about the reality aspect. And the reality is we are what we believe we are, and we will achieve what our mind believes we can achieve. So once we start expanding our energy instead like we just talked about with Luigi's shoes, we expand that and say, okay, just got rid of that. And you take over, you kind of take charge of that situation by making your energy bigger, making you more present instead of shrinking you down. You create that positive energy and that positive awareness between you and and Luigi um, as an example. So you're, you're adding to that other person that you're working with, or you're adding to that project that you're working on, or you're adding and, you know, even possibly enclosing into your energy, you're pulling that person into your energy to make them happy as well. So there's, you know, there's different ways to handle situations. And once you learn that you can expand your energy in a positive way, then you also start realizing that you can expand your energy in a negative way. And you don't want to do that either. Because you don't want to get into that ego part, that part that we were talking about before the break. You know, we don't want to just be all ego because then we're, we're using our energy to run other people over. And 
that's not what it's all about. There's got to be a give and take. And it doesn't matter whether you are the mm -hmm. seller, whether you are the buyer, whether you're the leader or the employee, it, it really doesn't matter. There's got to always mm -hmm. be that give and take. And if we use our energy and we, we push people too far or too hard, they're just going to back away from us. Oh, so whether man. they admit yeah. it in that moment or not, if they, you know, if it takes them longer to, to admit that we just ran over them by just not showing up again for us or by mm -hmm. not believing in us, mm -hmm. then, you know, we've kind of done ourselves a disservice and we yeah. use our energy in the wrong way. I sent an email out this morning um, and Olivia, I don't know if I put you on it, but I sent it to producers. Maybe you're on it or not because I got an intuitive hit. And then I was asked, why did you, why did you do that? Right. And it was an email and I offered a bonus to my team. And I said, $50 for anybody that get us on this list of 50, $100 for anybody that could get us on this list of 20, or I can't remember, and then $200 for anybody here that gets us on this list. And the reason I had done it is because I had an intuitive hit this morning. This is what happens when I read these books. So in the chapter manifesting, hello, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I was reading this or rereading it this morning. I was rereading that this morning. And then I was also uh, rereading the self-sabotage, which we're going to get to in a hot second. Because I, I really identified like 10 things in that from that chapter for myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and I was reading this this morning. And all of a sudden, I realized I had a story about something. Mm. And I intuitively went to check my membership in the National Association of Public Relations firms. And as I intuitively did that, the story I had and the procrastination around all of that was so untrue. Mm. But it was my intuition that got me to bring up the screen. Can you talk about the connection between manifestation and what we actually can get in life, because you're a manifester and you help other people manifest. You also knows what the heck gets in our way. Yeah, absolutely. take it away. So you know, it's it's an interesting concept, manifesting, right? Everybody always says, like, "What do you mean I can manifest it? I have to do something." So if you remember back to the very beginning when we talked about selling my store. I knew it was going to manifest because I was manifesting it. I was putting it out there to the universe to create something for me that was going to be for my better good. And it was going to allow me to move forward in my life and allow my family to help me move forward in, with their lives as well. And what happens sometimes is that we try and manifest things that really aren't good for us or that, you know, are not going to be things that will help us to move on to kind of our next level. And people say, well, why, you know, I, I wanted to manifest this. Why didn't it happen? You know, I did everything that you said, like, why didn't it happen? And sometimes it's just that you're not ready for it. And other times it's because it's not something that is going to be good for you. And so try as you might, you know, want it as, as hard as you do, it's just not there yet. So I'll tell you another quick story before, uh, before we sold our house in a different town and we bought this house that I'm in now, um, I wrote everything down. I, I could see the house. I knew the house that we were going to buy so much so that before we sold our other house, our realtor had said, 
you know, we had it listed at, at a price and she said, you know, we had to take it off the market because we had some deaths in the family. It was a little bit of a crazy time. And we put it back on the market and she said, let's, let's lower the price just, a, you know, this much. It's lower by 20,000. And I said, you know what? It's going to sell right in the middle, like 10,000 above that, 10,000 below our asking price. And she's like, no, 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 let's, let's lower it so we can get it sold. And I said, you know what? Okay, but I know what it's going to sell for. And I told my husband, I'm manifesting, it's going to sell for this much. And here's the house we're going to buy. And, you know, I, I showed it, I showed him everything I had written down. I even knew the name of the street. Um, I knew the location in the town, but I didn't realize it was a street because it was a little teeny dead end road. I never realized. And there's so much more that goes into that story. But sure enough, we sold the house. It got into a bidding war. So I, we sold it for what I thought we would sell it for. And then the house that we bought had every single thing that I had listed that it was going to have wow. because we manifested it. We created it. Right. Right. But people always say, well, you just got lucky. Like that's just what happened. Well, you can believe that it's just luck and that that's all it is. Or you can believe that you're able to manifest things. And again, you're not always going to manifest things that are not for your greater good or that are not, not part of your path in life to get ahead and to get to that next level. Yeah. And you know, this is really why I wanted to talk to you about this, because as we go through is that you're right about this. I mean, I learned it. I learned these lessons over and over again. And, you know, sometimes the thing that we are so bent on, right? You know, you say, I want to manifest a million dollars by, you know, selling dog tags. Mm -hmm. And you're so attached to that outcome, being that mm -hmm. million dollars dog tax, that it's almost like you've got narrow vision, right? Yeah. Money, dog tax, and all of these other things are all over here saying, but wait a minute, what about me for a half a million? What about, right? I mean, isn't part of this of really... <laughs> releasing that narrowed outcome so you could see Absolutely. this 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 and this and so often i think that's one of the um what did you call it in the book you know uh, when we're talking about these these fallout you know these risks these self-sabotage the procrastination this is one of them and if i keep reading in your book the what i have to do is tune back into my intuition don't i yeah. And, you know, it, it's interesting that you just brought that up because manifesting <laughs> is also trusting that the universe will provide it, but not knowing necessarily how it's going to happen. So if you say, you know, I need $10,000 to pay my taxes or they're going to come and, you know, put a lien on my house and I need this $10,000, you know, two months from now, then if somebody says, hey, I have this side job that I need done, and it's going to, you know, it's going to um, earn you like 10 grand if you do this with me over the next month, yep. don't say no, <laughs> like this, this is the universe putting this opportunity in your path to do yep. this work and to allow you to manifest, even though you might be working for it to manifest that money, to make it happen. So when you sabotage yourself, that means that you're going to say no to that opportunity. And then, you know, come the time when it's, it's time to pay that $10,000 to whoever, you know, is going to put a lien on your house or whatever it may be, you don't have the money because you sabotaged yourself by not 
taking advantage of all the opportunities that came along to create what you asked for. So yeah. it's not, you know, it's not going to be that, that, you know, the universe is going to drop a $10,000 check in your mailbox for you the next day. Like that is very rare. But when you start understanding how manifestation works, you start realizing that the universe will help you if it's for your greater good. The universe is going to help you and it's going to place these things in your path to help you to manifest what it is you're looking for. You know, it's the same thing you talked about love and meeting people. And it's the same thing. If you say, I want to manifest a man, he's got to be six foot two and, you know, dark hair and dark eyes. And I want him to be wealthy and I want him to, you know, own his own home whatever it may be, right? You're, you're very specific. And with manifestation, you really should be very specific about what you would like to happen. You're not going to get everything all the time, but what you would like to happen. But then all of a sudden you're getting invitations to all these different parties or to all these different events. And you keep saying, no, you're just going to, you just stay home and you watch TV or you read your books, which by the way, reading books is a great pastime. But, you know, if you're trying to manifest meeting this new guy and you're like, you have to get yeah. out there. So these opportunities that are presenting themselves to you, these invitations to go do things are, are the universe's way of giving you the opportunity to manifest and meet that guy you've asked for. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know what? This is so fascinating. You're even bringing this up. I have a friend um, <laughs> a number of years ago who did one of the online thingies, right? Mm -hmm. Went on the online thingies, but apparently either didn't check the right box. I don't know the details, right? But exactly did what you said. I am looking for this person to do this, to have this, to do this, to be everything. And then and then wrote up her, her thingy about it, like the bio thing and spelled it out. And she got a reply. But it wasn't from a man. It was from a woman. Yeah. Uh -huh. They've been married 20 years That's and, awesome. you know, and, and <laughs> but, but because, and, you know, I mean, she will tell you, I didn't check the man or woman box on the thing, but I was really wanting the love of a person, she says. Yeah. And what I described was what I wanted to have in being loved and loved back. Awesome. And wait, they've been married now 25 years. Sorry, but no, maybe 20. I don't know. The point is this. Had she not been open to that? Right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that's going to be for everybody. This worked out for her. But how often do we do that? How often do we get so attached to an outcome that we just cannot see the possibilities floating around us, right? You're absolutely 100% correct. And one of the ways that manifesting really works is to let go of how, you yeah. know, let go of the how and to be yeah. open to the result. Yeah. You know, let go of how it's going to happen and be open to the result. And in your case or in your friend's case, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, you know, you're talking about the love of her life. They've been together totally. for so long. Yeah. And it was maybe her intuition saying don't check that box <laughs> i think it was and then what was really fascinating about it is going agreeing to coffee and when i talked to her about it you know she's so clear she says there was just something i felt that i should go for coffee that's perfect you know that i should go for coffee and they both agreed you know boy we could have a great friendship let's go for coffee you know this is what we apply to aspects of business you know, when you're in the middle of a funding organization or expansion, or you're looking at your bank account, 
and you've run out of all of the left brain ideas you have, tell us now how we go back into the process of tapping intuition into intuition. And thank you so much for bringing this to the forefront because we need this book right now. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's so many different ways to tap into your, into your intuition for that. But one of the first things that I would say is do something quickly. So it's kind of like a rapid uh, intuitive answer session. Um, ask yourself questions. So, you know, you're sitting there and like you said earlier, the clairs, right? Clairvoyance is clear seeing, intuitive or psychic sight. Clairaudience is hearing. Um, clear sentience is feeling. So ask yourself questions and be open to receiving the answers in any of those ways. So one of the first questions I would ask in that kind of a situation, if you're looking for funding and you've done everything that you possibly can through the regular corporate channels, I would say, my first question would be, is there money out there for me for this? Right. Is this project... Yeah. Is this project something that I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to continue doing, or I'm supposed to follow through on. And those would be the first questions that I would ask. And then be open to the answers that you receive from the universe. And when I say rapid intuitive answers, I'm saying the first thing that you get right away, write it down. So if the first question is, um, you know, is this something that there's funding available for me to do? And all of a sudden you see, a, you know, in your mind's eye, you see a bag of money, write it down, <laughs> write down the bag of money. Don't write down your interpretation yet. Just write down the bag of money or draw a little picture of it. If you saw it as a picture, if you hear, you know, change clinking, then yeah, write down that you heard change clinking. On the other hand, if you see that there is um, a stop sign, you know, if you, if you see this stop sign in your mind's eye, then they're saying, no, there's no money for this. It's not going to happen. Now, what's interesting about this way of doing it is that, yes, you could be using your imagination to start off. So you want to ask questions in a different way, but the same basic question. That's why I said, okay, is there funding available for this? Am I supposed to follow through with this? So you want to ask the questions that will give you the guidance, but also ask them in a different way. So you can receive yeah. answers in a different way. And those will really help you, you know, and like I said, list a whole bunch of questions before you start your session, you know, before you start doing this for yourself so that you have the, the information written down and you just read it off to yourself, either out loud or in your mind and write your answers down immediately mm -hmm. and then go back and review it yes. because it's not about, it's not about knowing right away from one answer. It's about putting it all together. Mm. I love it. I can't thank you enough. Melanie, thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for this book, because people are coming out of, uh, you know, a situation that we've never really been in, at least in, in this generation. And they're coming out of it, and they're questioning everything. Absolutely. But what you're helping them with is if you are in the questioning, here is the way to question, here is the way to get answers, right? right. Because intuitively, people millions of people and you know this about work have decided i ain't going back to that job that is not happening in my lifetime and they can't explain why melanie one more time for your website thank you so much for today melaniebarnum.com